All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. And welcome once again to Invest Wisely with Walt Sakira, who is indeed the managing partner of the AKW Group here in Akron and also in Washington, Pennsylvania. The next half hour, we'll talk about the stock market, how the AKW Group invests its clients' money into individually owned stocks and custom-made portfolios to suit the needs and desires of each client. If you have any questions during the half hour about the stock market or about how the AKW Group works, give us a call at 330-673-1234 or outside of Akron, it's toll-free, 800 800- 669-4100 for those listening on WNIR.com. Well, Walt, the, the trials and travails of this uh, stock market certainly didn't abate last week. <laughs> no, Bob, they sure didn't. It's been a tough year, and it continues to be tough. Uh, the stock market started May with a volatile week, uh, produced losses from all the major averages. Uh, we saw a little bit of a rally on Wednesday when Fed Chairman Jerome Powell talked, and he indicated that he didn't see a 75 uh, basis point rate hike. It seemed like the market rallied a little bit on that, but quick to sell off on Thursday and Friday. Uh, if we look at the week, uh, more damage done. The Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, was off 77 points, about 0.2%. Year-to-date, that Dow Jones is off about 9.5%. The S&P lost about 8 points for the week, about 0.2%. Year-to-date, we're negative 135 uh, the NASDAQ, uh, which uh, lost another 189 points this week, another 1.5%, sits year-to-date negative 22.4%, and the Russell 2000 was off about uh, 24 points. Again, those are the small mid-cap stocks, about 1.3%. And year-to-date, we're down about 18.1%. So the challenges continue this year, Bob, that's for sure. And, of course, as the challenges continue, though, life goes on. Today, indeed, is Mother's Day 2022, and it might be a good time for you to tell us a story that you have about a mother who had two children, Oppie the Optimist and Peter the Pessimist. Tell us about that. I was late to tell this story, Bob, and I think it's pretty fitting for today. Um, And we'd like to wish all the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. Uh, so I can't think of a tougher job than, than being a mother. But the story goes like this. So there was a mother that had two children. One was Opie. He was an optimist, bright, cheerful child. Always, always saw the good side of life. And then he had, she had Peter, and Peter was a pessimist, sad, kind of depressed, cry, whiny child, always seeing the negative side. So the mother decided, you know, she needed to help both ch- children see the other side. Opie be a little bit more pessimistic. Peter be a little bit more optimistic. So she took both children to the child psychologist. Child psychologist spent time with both 
boys and came back to the mother and said, this is what you have to do. Go home and make one room the best room a child has ever had, toys, candy, bright colors, and put Peter in there for the day. Go to another room, empty it out, fill it full of manure, and put Opie in there for the day. Well, the mother was kind of taken back. She thought, that's just, you know, what kind of advice is that? So she's pushing the kids out into the minivan, driving home, and, you know, here's Opie. What a great day, Mom. That child psychologist sure was interesting. I may grow up and be one someday. It's sunny. It's bright. I can't wait to get home and play with all my friends. And then you had Peter, who's crying. Mom, slow down. We're going to wreck. The sun hurts my eyes. I, I don't have any friends. That doctor made me feel so depressed. I can't wait to go home and just go to bed. So the mother pulls in the driveway, and she's just frustrated. And she thought, you know, as crazy as that advice sounds, I'm going to give it a shot. She goes in the house. She makes one room, the best room a child has ever had, toys, candy, bright colors, puts Peter in there and shuts the door goes back to another room, empties it out, goes out to the garage, happened to be gardening season, had some manure, brought it in, spread it around the room, put Opie in the middle of the room, and shut the door. A couple hours go by, and like any mother, she's curious. So she walks to the first room, opens it up, and here's Peter. Oh, I'm so sad. I can't believe my mom locked me in this room. Oh, these toys are going to break. These colors hurt my eyes. And look, my mom gave me hard candy. I'm going to choke. So she shakes her head, walks down the hallway, opens the next door, and there's Opie. And he's laughing and giggling, and he's throwing the manure in the air. And the mom can't help herself. And he says, she says, Opie, what's so great about being in here? And Opie turns and says, Mom, I know there's a pony in here somewhere. <laughs> now, the reason I like to tell this story, Bob, is what the mother was trying to do was get to some real, realistic you know, opinions. And I think... A lot of us are, you know, glass half full, glass half empty. And sometimes in a market like this, you, you just got to find some realistic, uh, you know, some reality. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not good to be too optimistic. It's not good to be too pessimistic. You got to find that balance out there. So what would be the reality for investors today? Should we be leaning toward the optimistic side? Well, I think, Bob, you know, the, the reality of investing is what we went through this year. You know, the market doesn't go straight up. The market challenges us. The market gives us times where there's there's uh, headwinds, and we had a lot. You know, we had inflation came out of a pandemic that no one, you know, nobody knew what was going to happen. The Federal Reserve and the fiscal, you know, the fiscal side, government did everything they could to get us through the pandemic, and they erred on the side of making people, you know, worrying about people's well-being. And in doing that, they created some stresses in the financial system, and we're working through those. But at the end of the day, Bob, you know, if you look at the long-term history of the market, you know, about 10% returns since 1928, it's not a straight line. You know, you're going to have years like this along the way. We've had quite a few of them. I've had a quite a few of them in my career. But we continue to focus on what's, what reality is, and it's finding great companies, uh, knowing what we own, knowing why we own them, having realistic expectations, you know, continue to have common sense and invest for the long run. And I think if you do that, uh, there's success ahead. I think it ties into another story you tell about a, a boy walking uphill with a yo-yo. <laughs> I've been telling this story uh, for about the last two weeks. I always say, you know, the market is like watching a boy with a yo-yo walk up the hill. Now, if you're standing next to that boy and you're bent down and you're looking at the yo-yo, you're gonna you're gonna lose your balance. You're gonna get sick. It's it's gonna be just hard to watch up and down and up and down and. 
you know, every time, once in a while, that boy will lose control of the yo-yo and it'll spin out and kind of just go at the bottom for a while. And I think that's what the market's doing right now. But perspective is you got to step back and you got to think longer term. And when you do that, if you watch the progression of that boy going from the bottom to the top of the hill, that's what investing is all about. You have to step back and think longer term. And I've been telling everybody, you know, I have no idea what's going to happen in the next three days, the next three weeks, the next three months. But I have a pretty good feeling in the next three years we're going to want to be investors. Well, that, again, is a good idea and a good philosophy to uh, to keep invested and to stay with the market the way it is. And, and uh, also, uh, as you always say, too, know what you're invested in, why you're invested in it, and why you continue to hold it or why you continue to want to, to improve it or to buy more or to, or to sell it. You have to know the reasons why you're doing those things, and that also will give you more confidence in uh, what you're doing and, and how you're doing it. So it also helps to have great advice from people like Walt Secura and the uh, gang at the AKW Group. So if you are invested right now or if you're not happy with your investments, you'd like to find out a little bit more and uh, maybe even find out more more advice, give the AKW Group a call anytime, 234-466-7476. Talk to, talk to Walt and his team and let them know you heard him here on WNIR. So let's look at some trends and insights now. This is the part where Walt looks at all kinds of different things that are happening during the, the week from all other parts of, of uh, uh, the investment and society. And uh, we'll talk, kick off with what we just mentioned, the COVID-19 pandemic. While uh, it may be easing a bit, it's going to have impacts for years to come. Last week, it was reported that the United States has surpassed one million deaths attributed to the COVID-19 virus. Yeah, Bob, and, and how, how horrible, you know, what, what a terrible virus this has been and, and the impacts it's had on so many lives. Uh, losing a million people, um, that's, you know, it's a big number. And if you think of that, it's, it's equal to the uh, population of San Jose, California, the 10th largest city in the United States. I mean, that's a lot of people to lose. Uh, and it's changed a lot of things. It's changed a lot of things about health care, the way we look about, uh, you know, really our health and, uh, you know, think not taking life for granted, thinking about the bigger picture of why we do save money and invest, and it's important to continue to live our lives and enjoy each day. So uh, this pandemic will have long-ranging effects for a long, long time. So let's talk about the Treasury rates. As we mentioned, the 10-year Treasury rate jumped up now to 2.89%. From 2.32% at the end of March, the biggest monthly increase in some 17 years. Yeah, we see it keep going up, Bob. Even this first week of May, we're up to about a 3.04% on that, Tom, uh, uh, sorry, about 3.12% on that 10-year. Um, so that's the rate of increase, the rapid increase in rates, uh, the changing that we see going on is having a lot of impacts. and. Uh, it'll it'll impact lending. It'll impact mortgage lending. Um, it, it'll impact the economy, and that's exactly what the Fed's trying to do here. They're trying to slow things down uh, by making you know interest rates higher. It makes money a little tighter, and it it makes it a little harder for people to go out there and do some things. And uh, to get inflation under control, that's that's kind of the remedy at hand. We look at these uh, these issues that uh, again we keep dealing with. Some of the other facts that come out there almost seem to contradict that we would be in economic trouble. Another 11.5 million job openings were posted in March. That's another record. Some 4.5 million changed jobs in March. Another record. So the job market is very uh, active. It is. If you want to work, there's a job out there for you. And, um, you know, a lot, a lot of opportunity and a lot of people changing jobs, upgrading, uh, you know, c- coming in with uh, really some better opportunities, you know, that, 
if you're a skilled worker out there, you know, there's people willing to pay, and, and we see a lot of movement uh, in the job market. So it does counterdict a little bit, Bob, but it also shows the challenges that we are at this point in the cycle. Once again, we're talking to Walt Secure of the AKW Group here on Invest Wisely. And uh, if you want to find out about more about Invest Wisely, you want to listen to it or hear it again or want to hear it at a more convenient time for you, don't forget that the uh, program is podcast every single week on the major podcasting services, including Spotify, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts. If you ever miss a show or just want to hear it at a time other than 8.30 on a Sunday morning, the shows are posted online on Tuesday from the previous Sunday, and you can pick them up anytime on those podcasts and listen to them at your convenience. So remember that that Invest Wisely can be had as a podcast on all the major podcast sites. Just check it out, uh, download it, then listen to it or listen to it again as you please. So let's now move along to Stock Talk, where Walt will talk about specific stock issues that you may bring up at 330-673-1234 or outside of Akron on WNR.com. It's 800 669 100. As we said, you spend a lot of time looking at earnings, earnings reports of specific companies. It's your focus on investing in individual stocks. So what insights have you gained from this earnings session so far? Yeah, Bob, there's been a lot of good earnings reports. Um, we had about 87% of the S&P 500, and that's a pretty good proxy of what we see across all, all stocks. A lot of people reported at this point of the quarter uh, here in May. And, you know, a lot of good numbers, a lot of companies, you know, posting good revenue numbers and earnings numbers. There's some that are struggling out there. And, you know, the market is definitely punishing those that struggle. Uh, however, you know, there's companies that have put up some pretty good numbers that have seen their stocks price fall as well. And those are the ones you want to pay attention to, you know, over the long run. Earnings matter. Revenue matters. You know, it shows that companies are doing things right. It gives them, the companies the ability to reward shareholders through dividends or share repurchases or the things that make stocks go up. So, you know, we look for that financial power, and, and that's why we spend a lot of time looking at these earnings reports uh, each, each and every day. Let's take some calls now for Walt Secure at 330-673-1234 here on Invest Wisely. Good morning. You're on the air. Morning. Uh, <clears throat> hey, Walt, you have a hot tip for a happy camper. I'm up here at the Bay of Fundy trying to get control of these uh, porcupines that are eating my trees that I planted last year. I'm using a lot of Scott's miracle Grow products up here. What do you think? Is that thing bottoming out yet? I'll tell you, we like Scott's miracle Grow. We own it as well, Ken, in our small mid-cap portfolio. Um, they, the last quarter came in a little late. You know, they, were, they obviously missed their sales and earnings forecast. They were off about 8% in revenue, off about uh, 11% in earnings. But I, I think you, you got a good one there, and, and we, like, we like it as well. So we're going to continue to be holders here. I didn't get a Barron's yesterday because I'm up here, and I didn't have CNBC. How, how bad did it go down? Uh, Scott's Miracle Grow, how bad did it go down uh, Friday? Yeah, we're we're at 104, 104.62. Uh, closed off uh, what about four four bucks, almost five bucks on Friday. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I'm gonna do my part and uh, keep on uh, gardening. So. <laughs> All right. Sounds good, Ken. <laughs> you, enjoy, guys, you guys enjoy the views up there. Send us some yeah. pictures. Okay. okay. All right, See buddy. you later. Bye-bye. 330 Whether you're having fun on the Bay of Funday or just listening to us on Mother's Day morning, uh, give Walt Secure a call now and I'll talk about a specific stock or, or a business opportunity that you may be looking at. 330-673-1234. Uh, specific stocks that have been reporting, you have a stock in your small mid-cap portfolio at the AKW Group called Mosaic. And uh, oddly enough, it's a leading fertilizer company. 
producing uh, phosphate and potash, uh, primary nutrients for fertilizers for, for industry. Now, they reported earnings last week, and they put up some very positive results. So maybe uh, our buddy is, uh, is on the right track. He's on a good track, yeah. And, and but we saw a lot of disruption from, uh, you know, obviously Ukraine and Russia uh, with fertilizer. And uh, Mosaic is really, you know, taking advantage of that. This last quarter, they had a 71% revenue increase. They did $3.9 billion over $2.2 billion about a 323% earnings growth, 241 a share versus 57. They hit a high of about 79 a few weeks ago, but uh, trading 64, um, trades at about nine, time or nine times earnings. And uh, again, you know, just a, a good old chemical, uh, you know, fertilizer company. And uh, you get, get, I think that's going to be important if you think of the food, you know, the food supply and uh, you know, some issues that we're facing as we move forward. So we like Mosaic at these levels, and uh, we'll continue to be an investor here. Another holding in your women's leadership portfolio, Airbnb, reported results last week. What do we see uh, from that? Uh, pretty good report. You know, our revenue was up over 70%. They did $1.5 billion over $868 million. Again, this ipo uh, just, you know, about a year and a half ago, so a newer listing, but this company's been phenomenal, Bob, in the growth. You know, started in 2008. Uh, they have over 6 million active accommodation listings on the, on the platform now, almost 4 million hosts uh, in 220 countries, 100,000 cities and towns. And, you know, I think this is the type of travel a lot of people are looking for now. You know, very unique properties, a lot of times homes and condos and, you know, places that you can kind of get away and maybe not be in a a big hotel type of area. So uh, very, very unique offering, and I think a lot of growth potential as we look forward over the next few years. Another core equity portfolio holding at the AKW is Starbucks, who reported earnings last week. What about the Starbucks earnings? Are you still bullish on the long-term prospects of Starbucks? Yeah, I've been bullish for a long time on Starbucks. Anybody that knows me knows this has been a long-term holding going back decades, really. Uh, Starbucks is one of the most recognized brands in the world, over 34,000 stores in 80 countries. Uh, You know, again, they've kind of hit a lot of different areas. You think of coffee, but, uh, you know, they're in the grocery store in a lot of different aisles now, and they continue to capitalize on their brand. And uh, you look at the quarter – they had a good revenue quarter. It was $7.6 billion over 6.6, about a 15% revenue growth. Uh, they did miss on earnings a little bit. I think a lot of that, again, has to do with some disruption in supply chain and some issues that they're battling through. But uh, I think, Bob, this is a company, strong dividend, uh, good dividend grower. They, they tend to grow the dividend at, at a pretty high rate. And, again, a stock that we continue to like as, as we move forward. Now, the cybersecurity company Fortinet is also holding in your small mid-cap portfolio. They reported last week the world, of course, is full of cyber threats. And their earnings, how do their earnings look? Do they think they have a, a solid future with a solid company? Yeah, I, I like Fortinet. I, I like Zscaler, another one we own in that small mid-cap. Um, Fortinet, you know, look at the quarter, 34% revenue growth. They did $954 million over $710 million, about a 16% earnings growth rise. And, again, when you think about cybersecurity, uh, Bob, this is, you know, this is a critical aspect, I think, to business as we go forward. We're so reliant on, uh, you know, communications over, uh, you know, different platforms, technologies, and we got to secure all that down. You know, people's data is, is so central to who they are. And 
So, you know, if you look at Fortinet, they built a sprawling base, about 550,000 customers, uh, everything from, you know, businesses to government to municipalities. Uh, it's just a really strong company and, and very well-run uh, products, you know, that obviously secure data and secure systems. So we like Fortinet a lot here going forward. Also, last week, uh, one of the hosts of e-commerce firms reported their earnings and showed signs of struggle. This also comes on the heels of lackluster reports from Amazon and Shopify, Etsy, eBay, Wayfair. They all had their lowest reports uh, since uh, 2020, since the beginning of the pandemic. Now, is this weakness telling us something deeper about people's buying habits now? I think it is, Bob. I think it's showing that, uh, you know, People are changing, and, and there's it's tightening. You know, I, I, I think we are heading towards a slowdown. Uh, we see when consumers slow, it, it, our economy slows. I mean, there's we're 70% of our economy, I always say, is what you and I and the listeners do with our money. The government can only do so much, and businesses can only do so much. 70% of GDP is our willingness to spend. So when you see big platforms like this show the weakness that they did this last week, I mean, that transcends. It shows that, you know, we probably are heading towards a serious economic slowdown here, maybe even a recession. But, again, there is there is some positivity in some of these numbers longer term. You, being an investor, thinking three to five years out, uh, some of these have now reached prices that seem pretty darn attractive. So, again, uh, recognizing where we're at, being realistic, just like we said when we started the show, but also – uh, you know, thinking about where the opportunities are and being opportunistic is always a good thing, too. Of course, the economy slowing is good news for inflation, which is what the Fed tries to do with by raising interest rates is to get inflation down. So on the one hand, that's a that's a good thing. On the other hand, though, the question still remains, are, are people's buying uh, trends and habits, were they permanently changed by the pandemic to do more with these uh, online companies than in-person companies? Or now that the pandemic has eased, are they showing up more in face-to-face firms rather than the online companies? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think it's a balance, Bob. I think when the pandemic was, you know, really raging, uh, people were not leaving their homes and relying very heavily on these e-commerce type of platforms. And, uh, you know, it seemed, seemed safer, seemed like the right thing to do for a lot of people and uh, became, you know, somewhat habit-forming. Uh, so I think there are some habits that we developed uh, during that uh, that time frame that continue to move forward now. Uh, but, you know, people are, you know, like to get out and, and experience life and live. And like I said, I just noticed in my own, uh, you know, <laughs> checking out just uh, dif- different parking lots and, and, and watching the mall traffic. You know, we, we operate right over there by Summit Mall. Um, you know, during the pandemic, there were days, there were very few cars in that parking lot. And you know, when I leave on Fridays or drive by there on the weekends now, it's, it, there's a lot of people back in the malls and a lot of people, you know, Costco's and, and so, some of the areas uh, that we see, you know, the traffic has picked up. People are back out in their in their vehicles and going out and shopping that way. So I think there's been some changes in behaviors, and, uh, you know, that's what people do. You know, they ebb and flow to where they need to at given times. And it, uh, but, but, again, I think the firms that are really winning, Bob, are the ones that have both. You know, that you look at Target and Walmart, some of these big retailers that have done a really good job of kind of having the omnisource, both, both. You know, they, they have the in-store. Uh, they also, you can order online through your smartphone. You can now drive into the pickup lanes, and they'll bring it to your car, creating that convenience uh, for people that, you know, want to go pick things up and have them quicker. 
so it's uh, it's a lot of competition out there in the retail landscape. And I can't have any comment too. Just a moment, observation about about gas prices. We seem to have hit a new price point for gas: four dollars a gallon or a little more. That seems to be the average now almost everywhere. The uh, oil companies must be very happy because they've been looking to do that for some time, and there doesn't seem to be any movement to uh, bring that down at all. So is that going to be our, our new price point for, for gasoline? That's going to be the norm? I think when you have oil at over $100 a barrel or hovering around $100 a barrel, that's probably the reality, um, you know, based on the disruptions and the supply chain that we've seen and, uh, you know, the changes and in, in really... Russian oil, uh, you know, kind of be taken offline and the competition for other oil, uh, you know, coming out of other parts of the world. So it'll be interesting to see where we head uh, with our energy policy. Uh, You know, we have a midterm election coming up here. Uh, Bob, it'll be very interesting to see, you know, that's probably a very hot topic that'll be debated, Um, you know, that our ability to be more energy efficient and, and, you know, to have our own energy supplies are out there. Uh, there needs to be some, you know, environmental uh, considerations to that, and maybe some policy changes. So, uh, I think right now we're we're looking at four dollars a barrel, unless we, you know, four dollars a gallon, unless we do some things uh, a little bit differently going forward. Once again, I want to talk about the AKW Group and its affiliation with the Robert W. Baird Company, a worldwide company that gives them access to all kinds of services they can provide to their clients, including financial planning, retirement planning, estate planning, tax reviews, social security analyses, stock options analyses, and lots more that is available when they are clients of theirs. So it's not just investing the money, but giving some advice on all aspects of your investment life. That's available at the AKW Group at 234-466-7476 here in Akron and in Washington, Pennsylvania, 412-480-5090. As we open the program and mention, of course, that this is Mother's Day. I have a note that, again, this is a Mother's Day for you, Walt, that isn't the best as your mother passed away earlier this year. She did, yeah. Rose uh, Sekiro, my mom, passed away uh, January 2nd of this year. It'll be the first Mother Day, Mother's Day that haven't had her. And, uh, you know, she was an amazing woman, Bob. Uh, we were blessed uh, for the time that we had with her, and I owe a lot of uh, who I am uh, to her. So, uh, you know, it's it's tough. You know, it's a tough day for those of us that have lost mothers, and we think about them, but it's also a day to rejoice. And I remember all the good that they did and, and, you know, make sure that we celebrate their lives by living ours at the, at the best way we possibly can. So uh, she was a woman of finance. She worked for First Merit Bank, uh, one of the early, uh, you know, vice presidents of, of a bank when a lot of women weren't being promoted. And uh, I think the women's portfolio that we run, there's some motivation that comes from her legacy uh, to see it wasn't always easy for women out there. And now, you know, companies have changed and a lot more opportunities. And uh, the women's portfolio we run definitely has, uh, you know, t- takes a look at those issues and looks at companies that are uh, well-balanced and create opportunity for both men and women. So, uh, you know, just wanted to say, yeah, tribute to her and uh, thanks for, for the rest of my life. It will always be in my memory on this day. I, too. My mother's been gone for many, many years, but it was my mother who basically grounded me in some good uh, financial habits. So one of them is uh, spending uh, less money than you make. 
uh, putting money aside, you know, saving money, uh, investing, looking forward to the future, and it's because of her influence that I've been able to do uh, uh, you know very well and in the planning for retirement and and putting uh, again putting money away and investing and being very practical with the, with the dollar. So with, I I have to kind of credit her with that as my father was uh, kind of on the other other side of the ledger. So we had uh, still had a great family life, but uh, yeah, she really grounded me in some of the basic financial principles of life. And uh, again, she was a, also a very awesome woman, like like her mother in, in her generation uh, was a very, very strong uh, woman, worked for a newspaper when, again, newspaper reporters were mostly men. So yeah, we uh, kind of share that in having uh, mothers who were we're strong and we're uh, uh, leaders, and uh, we're all being, of course, sorely missed today. But as you say, we their legacy stays with us uh, for the rest of our lives, and uh, you've passed, I'm sure, part of her legacy on to your children in the way I you hope, raised them. I hope so. Yeah, they uh, they remember Grandma Rose well. She uh, she was she was a tough one. <laughs> she said, <laughs> said what she meant. You, you know, you, you definitely got some shocks along the way. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's it too. My mother too. But again, for all those who are celebrating Mother's Day, uh, we uh, wish you a good one. And if you are indeed uh, looking to help uh, your parents with their with their retirement or their investments, uh, give the AKW Group a call. Try to get them involved. Two three four four six six seven four seven six. Walt and his family uh, take care of people like that every single day. So we're looking at. Another week, and uh, goodness knows what lies in store for us for the next five days. That's for sure, Bob. We'll just uh, take it one day at a time and uh, continue to look at the data as it comes out, continue to work hard, and we'll look forward to being back with you next Sunday. And remember, just to stay invested is the way to do it here. For the AKW Group, give them a call in Akron at 234-466-7476 or in uh, Pennsylvania, 412-480-5090. Remind them that you heard it. On WNIR, Kent Akron, Walt Secura, managing partner of the AKW Group. Have yourself a very good week. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Airbnb Inc., symbol ABNB. Amazon.com, symbol AMZN. Apple Inc., symbol AAPL. Costco Wholesale Corporation, symbol COST. eBay Inc., symbol EBAY. Etsy Inc., symbol ETSY. Fortinet, Inc., symbol FTNT. The Alphabet, Inc., symbol G-O-O-G-L. The Mosaic Company, symbol MOS. Scott's Miracle Grows, symbol SMG. Shopify, Inc., symbol S-H-O-P. Spotify Technologies, symbol S-P-O-T. Starbucks Corporation, symbol S-B-U-X. Target Corporation, symbol T-G-T. Walmart, Inc., symbol W-M-T. Wayfair, Inc., symbol W and Zscaler Inc., symbol ZS. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated makes a market in all the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast.